Wow. Just wow. Um, This interview is awesome. Um, My guest today is Raymond Scipione. Um, If you don't know him, you probably aren't from Hamilton. Uh, He's a huge figure here, and um, everybody knows that Raymond was recently in a horrific car accident that had the entire town worried. It was such an honor to have him on the show. Uh, he discussed the accident. Uh, it, it's incredible. The story's incredible. I don't want to say anything else about it because I want you guys to listen and hear for yourself. But Ray is back. He's back and he's better than ever. We talked about the accident, but we also talked about rock and roll, politics, and about a million other things. It was such a fun interview. I can't wait to have him back on and I can't wait to do his show, uh, Me, Myself, and You. So um, please welcome my man, Raymond Scipione. I got the guy with me who can rock and roll all night and party every day. Do you know who I'm talking about? You need to know who I'm talking about, sir, please. Yes, sir. Ray Scipione here. Ray Scipione back. He is back. I'm back. Man, we, we definitely got to get into you being back because, <laughs> man, oh, man, you had the town worried about you. Town's it, amazing. I got to tell you, it, it was it was a crazy two months. <laughs> That's all I'll say. It was, But the outpouring of support from the town and the prayers, the, I mean, they're just amazing. This town is absolutely amazing. We were all very, very worried about you, man. It, it was, it was know, almost surreal. Yeah, like first night. Some reports had gotten back that, you know, I didn't make it, and it was 50-50. I mean, they they told my wife, if he's got kids, bring him in. <gasps> yeah, it was because when I got there, I was kind of out of blood. I was dry, and um, the, the craziest thing is the doctors, <laughs> they would come in and see me at, like, day 11 when I was kind of up and talking, and they just couldn't believe it. Day 11? Day 11, because I slept. The, I didn't wake up till day 6. From the accident and all the, all that my surgeries were done, I had a ton of stuff done. So I didn't know what had happened. I had ten broken ribs. I mean, my head was cut from side to side and what concussion. Was, what were those moments like when you woke up? Well, you know, I just didn't know what was going on. So my, you know, my brother and my wife were there. My my family was there, and he's like, "Listen, you know, everything's good. You're okay. You know, they they took your spleen out. <laughs> your shoulder." <laughs> Your shoulder was redone, you know, your leg, you can't move. But everything's okay. <laughs> yeah, but you're all stitched up and <laughs> ready to go. Man. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, so you didn't want the information to get out at first, right? You didn't want, like, the injuries, that, to people to know the extent of your injuries. I, was, I think that was my family protecting me. Um, we're very close friends with Gabe and Gina Donio. Mm, shout and, out. And... Um, like Gina drove my wife. Gina's the one who found out first about the accident. Really? Called my wife, and then my wife, and then picked my wife up and drove her there. So I don't know if people thought they were there for a story. You know what I mean? Right. Like every, everything was know. crazy in the beginning. Yeah. And the, the press was calling, asking for. Uh, they wanted to know what was going on. Hmm. So. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, Gina and Gabe, they're the they write the Hamilton Gazette. Yep. Um, the Gazette editor. Yeah, so it was really hard at first because we were so worried about you and not mm-hmm. getting information. The unknown was like, wow. And it was so surreal for me because I'd seen you at martial arts I know. class I know. a week before. It was like this guy I just saw one week before. I, I almost couldn't believe it. I mean, I've never been in a car accident. I mean, I've been driving 30 years. Um, it literally happened in two seconds. And the crazy thing is, if anything positive came out of this, a lot of people told me listen i don't grab anything anymore a lot of i mean i, I literally was leaning down for something <laughs> worse i took my seatbelt off because i couldn't reach far enough i always wear my seatbelt, and that's when the accident happened i didn't have the seatbelt on i hit the tree full speed no oh. brakes no brakes at all there's no skid marks because the tree's a foot off the street i mean i literally it was two seconds it was bip bip done you remember it all very clearly. No, nothing. Oh, you don't remember I it? I don't, but the, the, the crazy thing is I had passed three cars. Um, the, it's Weymouth Road, so it's a long, winding road. It's 
across from Atlantic Blueberry um, Galetta's Farm was where it happened. And um, so I had passed three cars, got in, and then I started reaching for this thing, hit the tree. And this is crazy. I mean, it's almost unbelievable. But the second car I passed um, was a guy that uh, had worked for a tow truck company that has, has been to these horrific accidents. So he actually pulled in. He saved my life. When he got there, I was choking on my own blood. So he bent me over. He took a knife out. He cut all the airbags away from me. He called for the chopper and the jaws of life immediately. Because if, if, the, if the ambulance would have came, I would have never made it because I, I barely made it ch- choppered in. So if, if I would have had to load in the ambulance, I would have never made it to Atlantic City Trauma Center. I had to be in a trauma center, not a hospital. I mean... You know, they're, they're, they were waiting for me. So do you think that if, if you weren't being followed by a tow truck that... I was done. He was driving his car. He, you know, he was just driving his car, and he, he pulled in. He wasn't working at the time, but he knew everyone to call, and it took 34 minutes to cut me out. I mean, the car was wrapped around me. It was... I, no one believes, like the doctors, no one believes I survived. It's just... I mean, the doctors told me you had an angel that night. Because, you know, they can't explain. I mean, I would, I was bleeding inside. Um, I had two bones go through my legs, sticking out. That's the first thing they had to do: clean the bones, pin them in. They pinned it in with a giant. I had a giant metal. You know, the guys that break their neck, they get the metal halo. Sure do. Well, I had a giant one on my leg. It, it's scariest thing. Like I wouldn't let the kids see it, and they just nailed all the way down put two nails through my foot just to keep it perfectly steady so they could operate on everything else because I had a lot of other stuff going on Um, so there's still some stuff inside we got to take care of livers banged up Um, my uh, couple other things inside once I heal they want to try to look at do you do you feel that someone was watching over you yeah absolutely because I grabbed I'm not overly religious I mean, I was raised Catholic, you know, I was baptized, got communion, confirmation. Um, but I had this cross that I wear, a gold cross I've had taken off in 20 years. And I had a rosary I started wearing six months prior to the accident. And um, I did, Sam, I didn't know what to do when they shoved me. The one thing I remember is they, they, I was 280 at the time, so I was kind of a big guy. There's like a 300-pound limit in the chopper, so they're shoving me in. And my head was up against the... I remember the the roof in my head, and I'm claustrophobic. So I was beyond Uh, scared. You must have been in incredible pain. It's like... You know, like you know, you get, like when you watch The Exorcist for the first time, you get scared. <laughs> this was fifty times. I was like begging for my life, scared. Oh. Man. So I grabbed my crosses. I didn't know what else to do. I shut my eyes and I started praying, and I prayed over and over and over. And when I got to the hospital, they told my wife he was, he was, he was awake, but he was babbling something over and over. So we knocked him out. I was praying. <laughs> I was saying, the, <laughs> I said the Our Father, Lord in Heaven, over and over they and put, over. They put something in you to knock oh, you out yeah. while you were praying? Uh, yeah, because I had just got there and I was out of, I mean, I was, wow. literally, they had 18 units of blood and plasma lined up because as they were putting the blood in, it was coming out. So my brother said, like, see, my brother's watching all this. and the doctor's Your brother going, was in the helicopter with you? No, he just, he was there with my wife and they were able to, kind of you know they saw what was going on so yeah, they, yeah. They, the blood lined up waiting for me so when i got there they mm. were just grabbing bag after bag they, i mean my brother said the blood was lined up in rows and they would just say i need another one need another one until you know were you cognizant at no, this point no i was out so still this is all not even a blur this is Mm-mm. not in your memory no that's the crazy thing you know you talk about you know, I go. I, <laughs> the worst part about the accident is your head. You know, because you, when you wake up, you can't get all these questions out of your head. You know, how, first of all, how didn't I die? And, and I'm like, oh my god. You know, the cops are like, you know, two inches this way, you would have been dead. Like there was so many things that I kind of avoided <laughs> that it had to be a miracle. I mean, it was. It was. I mean, all the doctors told my wife afterwards when I was, you know, they, they knew I was going to, you know, at least wake up and make it that 
there's people that come in with half his injuries that don't make it. They were like, your husband's just got an angel on his shoulder, you know. And you so. said earlier, you said that um, the good thing from it is that, like, you don't reach down or I, I don't know what, what you were saying, but I would have to imagine that there's going to be a lot of good that comes from this. Yeah, I mean, distracted driving's, uh, you know, a real thing. Unfortunately, it's something I've done a hundred times. Um, Everybody. Absolutely. Everybody. Um, I had a, I had, I had a doctor come in the day I was leaving. He said, you know, there's a guy. I was in Betty Backrack at the end for three weeks. He, you know, learned, you know, move my shoulder, you know, work on my leg. But he said there was a guy in, in Backrack that same thing, distracted driving, that was paralyzed from the neck down. He hmm. said, and when I saw him, he said, I stopped reaching for stuff. He said, then I saw your leg. He said, I have Bluetooth. I don't even answer the phone. And I, I, could, I could talk with both hands on, on the wheel. He says, I don't even answer my phone anymore when I speak. He's like, really? Oh, yeah. Just won't talk on the phone in the car. No. I mean, it was the car. I mean, I could show you the car after. It's, you can't believe somebody walked, you know, got out of that car. Wow. I mean, it was pushed into the rear seats. It was so, shredded. So coming from someone who's never had an experience like that and doesn't know too many people who have, like, bear, I don't know. I can't think of a single person who's had an experience that extreme. I mean, I have to, like, imagine, is it is it life? I mean, obviously, the life-changing mm-hmm. parts, the obvious parts of, of your mobility and, and stuff like that. But, I mean, as far as up here, as far as your perspective, as far as, as, far as your daily life, um, once you are healed up, you're... Um, have you changed your perspective on anything? Have you? Yeah, it's it's um. Wow, it's a great question. Um, I mean, you know, I they tell me I don't remember any of this. I mean, I was crying out for my boys. You know, I have twins. Uh, you know, help me. You know, like the stuff that they tell you that you were saying. You know, my boys. My you know, and um. I can't even imagine, man. It's. You know, well, the, the you know, the thing I can't get out of my head, and I, you know, I talk to someone every couple of weeks, and I'm like, do do you think it was like God, or was it medicine? Because the you know the people that are the people that aren't believers will tell you, well, Ray, the medicine they gave you is why you forgot everything. Right. You know what I mean? Like they gave you yeah, so much course. medicine. I was on yeah. so much pain uh, medicine, and they actually have a medicine that makes you forget bad thing it's like you know what i mean really so, absolutely something that, that just wipe out the bad it, memories it, yeah it wipes out wow. your memory of of like i was literally in sh- i mean as soon as it happened i was in shock you know you, you just you know you, you're bleeding out of everywhere and you're you're just begging for your life help me you know what i mean um so the other so anyway so i i, I talked to my therapist and i said well do you think it was god he goes ray let me just stop at one part. He said, you had a guy pull over two seconds after you hit the tree that knew what to do, was practically a medic. He cut the stuff. He, you were choking. He helped you from choking. He called the, he called the, you didn't call 911. He called the chopper and, and the uh, Jaws of Life. Two fire companies came. Actually, two or three fire companies were there and, and ripping me out and uh, keep talking to us, keep talking, you know you know tell me tell me about your kids stuff like that and um he goes you don't see god's hand and like don't don't even don't even let's not even talk about all the other you you missed the, you hit the tree on the left side you didn't hit it center where it would have been you know you would have died he goes let's not talk about the chopper or the you waking up with no memory and feeling i had 10 ribs 10 ribs broke i was oh. i swear to god i was hitting him i had no pain except in my leg but um, he goes, you don't see God's hand in this? <laughs> what are the odds? If you stop and tie your shoe before you got in your car to leave, those three cars, they, they, they mm. pass you. So how could, how, it's got to be fate. I mean, what, the, the odds are I mean, one in a million. So are you, have you become more religious since the... Yeah, I mean, I did, uh, talked to the priest several times, the, the Father David that took over in Hamilton he took over the churches um he actually came to see me at the hospital and prayed over you know they they 
because I was out Good Friday through Easter. I woke up. I said, "When's Easter?" They said it was four uh, days. They said it was four days ago. No. Um, oh man! So, oh well. Okay. First of all, I can't even put into words. I mean, we're. So I can't happy. either. That's the crazy. No, but from oh, everyone, the, yeah. from everyone else. Yeah. We were all worried about you, man. Oh man, it it's was so good to have you here on this show. That first day, you can uh, put some weight on your leg, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. But uh, I have a, the most important question. Can you still rock? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God I went to the Kiss concert before. Like, <laughs> You did. You had, uh, please yeah, tell, tell us about that experience because you didn't have the normal no. go-to-a-show experience. No. No, this, like, so Kiss... I'm a huge Kiss fan. I've, my first concert was 79 when I was nine. My brother John took me. When I, I don't even remember it. but When did Kiss start? Is it in the 73. Wow, okay. Yeah. So after that, they took the makeup off. I kind of lost interest. So in 96, I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Yeah. So 96, they get the four members back, original members, and they put the makeup on, and I, I lost my mind. I went to you know all the shows. And then, of course, the same two guys that got kicked out the first time, Got kicked out the second time because they're doing drugs and. Oh, is that why? Oh yeah, I thought it was just creative differences. No, no, they were nuts. I I mean, you uh, don't miss those two. I do. I, I still think they're going to have one show with the original members at the end. Probably charge. I mean, they're. The good seats were like a thousand. The front row was like a thousand. Seat. Farewell tour, right? Well, they had a farewell. Here's the crazy thing: they had a farewell <laughs> tour in 2000 with the original guys. I swear to God, and I'm like all upset. I'm like, man, I'm never going to see him again. This and that. And then this year, they're on a three-year end of the road tour. They trademarked end of the road. It's so that comes after the farewell tour. Correct. First so, comes. So okay. now you're with the two new guys that've been with the group. 25 years now. So I mean, they've been with the group. Okay, long. so they're so, legit. Oh yeah, at this I love point. them. Yeah, you know. The drummer gave me a drumstick. He's a Cleveland guy, so we were talking about, hey, you know, the Browns, of course. Okay. And um, and I kn- I know a lot about them and their families, so you know it's it, you know I talked to one guy about his son who's now a mus- musician. You know what I mean? So, but the they had a package for fifteen people that was called the Ultimate VIP. You you watched the show literally, and your hands are on the stage. Um, you before the concert, you go on stage. You put their instruments on. Go behind the drum unit. Oh! You uh, go in G- Gene Simmons cubby hole. You see the bloody spits for the night. The thing for the fire. Everything. What do you mean the bloody spits? He he does a he does a routine where he because he's the demon. So he comes out and he's got a. Uh, it's like a liquid. It's not obviously not real blood, but it's um. It's a concoction with some oils and everything, so it kind of comes out like syrup. You know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of lo- really looks like blood. So what he does when he does that routine, he runs. He, they each have a cubby hole. So like when the drummer's doing his drum solo, they all go relax for like five minutes. They go in there, have a drink, whatever. Well, Gene has a little cup, little solo cup of blood. So he runs in, gets the blood, <laughs> puts it in his mouth, and comes out. Now he does his solo, and he, you know, he. T- t- He's been doing the same thing since 79. 79, so he, he was spitting blood. blood. Yeah. yeah. They lift it, then the they fans got, expect the blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They expect the blood. So <laughs> we got, we ate in the green room with the with the band, uh, where the band eats. Um, we held the instruments. We put, I had Paul and Gene's boots on. No way. Absolutely. How'd they fit you? Perfect. <laughs> it's so hard to walk in, and people were falling down. It because you're seven inches high. I mean, it's literally like walking seven. on high heels. Oh yeah, seven inches high. And I never, you know, I never walked in anything like that. And so, and the whole time you're doing this, they have a photographer just snapping away hundreds of pictures. Part of, of the package. Part of the package. Nice. So then we get a private meet and greet with the band. They hang out with us for like 10, 15 minutes. Then we get the picture with them. They're in costume. And uh, watch. Tell me about the meet and greet. Was it cool? Awesome, it- yeah. Because on my birthday in October, was like two months prior to that show, I had been to uh, in Atlantic City. Paul Stanley came down and did an art show. So That's I bought one of these paintings. Singer, right? 
Yeah. And he's been with it since the beginning. Oh, yeah. Okay. Him and Gene are the two. So he, he I, I was able to buy a painting he did, which is amazing. It's called Forever Flowers. It's floral. He's a Peter Max knockoff. Like, kind of like, just like, he, he actually does flags just like that. It's That's who I thought it was. Kind of like the dripping. Yeah. He did, all, you know, because a lot of these rock stars are made. I mean, he sold over 10 million in art. I mean, he's legitimate. So when you bought, it was my birthday. So my brother and my wife made arrangements through Paul's publicist that they became friends with, that I was going to go to dinner with Paul that night. It was uh, insane. It was six people. I mean. Were you nervous? Kind of, because he's so different. Like, he's the rock star, and then he's the painter's quiet. You know what I mean? He's not so like. So his real personality off stage. Yeah. Is a mellow Yeah, guy. he loves, wow. he, he's writing a cook, loves to cook. Uh, they own Rock and Brews. Him and Gene is is a uh, on the West Coast. It's a a bar restaurant, all organic food, real real good stuff. They have probably twenty five of them right now. Wow! So These it's guys called know Rock how to make Bruce. the money, oh, don't god. they? Oh god! They wait till you're gonna you're gonna die when I tell you what else they do. But so when Paul came in, he just and there's tons of people. Like waiting to talk to him. I thought you said it was like fifteen. No, no. This I'm getting to the art auction. I'm oh, sorry. The art, I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. So no, that's me. Okay. So we're in the art. We're in the art gallery, and I'm all the way in the back with my boys, my brother, my wife, his wife. Paul comes out, and he just starts right to my boys and goes on his knees, talks to them, takes them inside, sits on the ground with them, and he goes, "You like guitars?" And my boys go, "We, we don't have a guitar." He goes, "Well," he takes out a a piece of black paper and he's he's sitting on the ground drawing them a guitar he draws them a guitar now we're filming i got on film he's hanging out with him for 15 i get the, i get the chills he's hanging out with him for like 15 minutes all these people are waiting like peeking in you know and he's just on the floor with my boys and my boys are like dang you know well now you got a guitar he, he wrote keep rocking paul stanley and um my boys were like thank you paul and you know this is great and gives him uh guitar picks this is cooler than any autograph I, it is man received. i i just couldn't believe it i, I, loved, I know it i love just watching them you know and and they're kiss fans so getting back to the meet and greet i had my boys on facetime and it's it was late it was around 10 10 30 and and my boys waited up and and, and they kind of sleep in their underwear so i get on <laughs> facetime i grab paul i said paul you know, a couple of months in Atlantic City, my twin boys, you drew a picture for her. They want to say hi to you. So my boys are like, just real chilled out. And they're like, hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. How are you? <laughs> and Uncle he's like, Paul in the house. yeah, and he's like, what are you guys doing in your underwear? And he goes, well, that's how we, they go, they go, that's how we go to sleep because they copy off their father. So the photographer took a picture. I actually have Paul, me, and my phone, and you literally could see, when you zoom in, you could see the two heads of my boys on the oh. phone. So, like, I mean, it's, the I mean, I could have bought a car for what this meet and greet cost. Really? It was insane, yeah. They know I how mean, to make I their know, man. money. I was the first guy, as soon as they allowed you to buy, I, and um, so then I fit, I said, well, I, I got in, you know, prior to the concert. What, do, what can I do to stay after? So I bought another package. <laughs> of Gene Simmons. So wait a minute. He put out a vault. It's actually a metal vault like this big. And inside it's got 40 years of his unreleased uh music. It's like 13 no Oh way. yeah, 13 CDs of 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 Kiss or of, just of his stuff bo or? both stuff that he wrote for Kiss and his stuff and um it had a doll of him. It had a you know this collector. You know he puts all the stuff. Then there was in one drawer was personal gifts out of his house because he has a huge collection. So I got some old backstage passes that were like not used. They're beautiful. And um, so then I get to go backstage. So I'm just hanging with him, man. Just and he, hanging with Gene. Yeah, and he's got all the blood on his chest. I was rubbing up against him to get a little blood. <laughs> I got a little blood because I had he. He copyright, copy whatever. He copied, trademarked the money bag logo. So anytime you see a money bag logo, like a bag with a little thing dollar and, sign and on a it? dollar sign on the how, front, how did he do he that? He trademarked that years ago. He actually has a company <laughs> called uh, Money Bag Logo. So I had a giant shirt 
with a giant money bag I got from his website, of course. And um, so I put blood on that because I'll never wear that shirt again. And um, <laughs> I said, Gene, so we're talking. He's, you know, he was an amazing guy to talk to about politics. His, I was going to say, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's right? brilliant. His mother just passed. I actually had made a uh, picture of him and his mother framed, like a little picture uh, of him and his mother and like when he, they were younger. And I was going to give it to him and say, look, you're on the road. You know, he, he really was crushed when his mother passed mm. i said gene I had, I had all this thing to make this thing hurry up 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 he says i said then i dropped it and it broke he's like well <gasps> it's the thought that counts so then i said would you do a promo for my podcast he goes absolutely by the way we have to promote your podcast yeah sir. me myself and you will be back as soon as i could uh, walk again and not fall down <laughs> i'm sure your fans are really looking forward to hearing that man yeah it's cool it, it's it's kind of laid back it's not as crazy as you know other podcasts i was involved I, in. i listen to several of them man i enjoy yeah it. yeah you know some i know when your i have character. a good night and a bad night you know what i mean yeah but um everyone has those man but you are definitely a character sir yeah it's it's a lot of fun and um so he says tell me what do you want me to say i said so i told him what to say i get my camera out and i'm uh filming him and he goes Hey, this is I'm Gene Simmons, and you're not. He goes, you're listening to me, myself, and you. And he points at the camera. And so my guys took it at the studio, put it to Destroyer in the background playing Kiss Song. So now when okay. I come on, it's like music and him saying it. It's like like Gene perfect. Simmons is introducing it. Yeah, it's crazy. Your favorite band, it's crazy, yeah. the man himself. It was. Is this really it? Is the end of the road tour? Is this well, it? Well, I here's the here's the other thing I wanted to tell you. So they sell everything. Paul breaks the guitar at the end of the concert, like the Who used to do, and he sells it. <laughs> you go online it and pre. End. Oh, it doesn't end. So. Oh my gosh. So, they're coming to Hershey in August. So I said, all right, I got a painting from Paul. I need it. Gene Simmons plays a trademark. A base that's shaped as an, a big axe. Oh, I've seen that thing. That thing axe is a base. Beast. It's insane. So they sell the stage played one. You know, you could you could get it. So I I call Jean's uh, assistant and I go, listen, do you have his base available for the um, Hershey show? She goes, yeah. I go, how much is it? And it's like one price. And then I said, but how much is it for the, him to spit blood on it? And she goes, <laughs> wait a minute, it was twenty five hundred extra. For him to spit the blood on it. Get out of I here, I swear man. to God. Dude, guys, get the, he licks it, spits on it. At the end of the show, he hands it to you backstage. Hang on a second. As a fan of rock and roll, that sounds a little messed up It is such a hardcore I'm, fan. It is, but I got to tell you, it, his thing is like this. Look, you're going to buy this thing. It's like 12-5 to buy it, stage play. Then you get to meet him. You could bring four people with you. You're hanging with him after the concert. So there's a lot of that, too. But he says, look. When I die, it's going to be worth 15, 20. It's going to be worth, mm. it's, there's no more. You know what I mean? So that's his take. That's a really good point. But wait a minute. He gives that take, but how many of these has he sold? I don't know how many. The, uh, the crazy thing is, the guy at my Philly show, the, like I said, he had a custom one made, so I think he paid like 15000 This is an average guy. He had four kids with him. I mean, I mean, the guy looked like, you know, he's probably a guy who owns a roofing company or something. Just an average Joe. Like, you know the guys that, got, that are decked out, sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you get some of them guys, too, that buy this stuff. You know, they just, just want to show up. Just collectors, just want to, yeah. Yeah. But this was an average Joe, and I was talking to him, and he, he had a frame made, a box frame, with skulls on the bottom of it. He showed me a picture afterwards. I was talking to him online, and he showed me a picture of the fit. So now he's got the bloody base like this, but he made skulls. I mean, it was an amazing, and it's a huge piece of memorabilia, artwork, whatever you want wow. to call it. But it, I'm so I'm like, I got to get one. <laughs> I'm like. You have to. So then I get in the accident. So I think God mm. was telling me, you need to slow down a little bit. Mm. You know, so I'm hoping. So, I was hoping to go to um, Hershey in August, but... Um, That's not happening. I don't think so. But now, in October, Gene, for one night, is going to be in Vegas. <laughs> Just Gene. He's selling his 
He's selling his bass guitars. He had only 20. He had 20 bass guitars painted by artists. So let's say one does an American flag on one of them. You know what I mean? Like, so now you have the opportunity to meet Gene. There's like a VIP. I feel ticket. like Gene knows you, man. No, it's. You don't have to meet Gene. He's like your boy. It's, he introduced your podcast. I know. But this stuff, like, I, I just love this stuff because it's from them. And like I said, Gene turned 70. I mean, these Gene guys. Simmons, the paint goes 70. a long way because. Yes. Yeah, the paint hides that really well. He said, you know, you know they say the same answers for every interview, so I've heard it. He said, where are you going to find it? He says, look, if I played in Gene's, and he mentions, like, the Stones. By the way, I walked out of their concert in Atlantic City some I, years back there. It was so boring. Really? And Mick's just like, blah, 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 blah. I thought he still, like, threw it around and did his Maybe thing. now, but... Maybe back, now. If he yeah, didn't do it, it back was, then, I mean... It was, um... It, I, I thought I liked the Stones, too. It okay, was just, I have a very important question for you, because I was thinking about it the other day. Actually, I was thinking about it today, and coming from one dude who likes rock from, to another... Yeah, I love it. Is rock dead? Like, it, it, have we seen the end of... I of, mean... Of what we grew hey, look, to love. It, it, it was dead in 79 with disco. It was dead with punk rock. I mean, these these ki- kids, yeah, I'm 48, so I could say that. Um, I see these young rappers because they're on Facebook. And, or and, YouTube. They're all on YouTube. They're on YouTube. And, and, and they, Can you imagine they, Gene Simmons publishing uh, a little thing in his bedroom on and, YouTube? And, and they're literally singing, I'm in a gang. I shoot people. I mean, there was one young kid they just arrested. He's going away for uh, attempted murder. He had all the bloods and well, he, he was a he was a blood. So that's still a thing, bloods and crips. Oh yeah, that's still going. Oh yeah, they still identify with oh, these guys. And so he would have all these bloods in his uh, videos, and he literally is like, "I'm a gangster. I you know I shoot people. I'm like, what are you guy? And that's they actually arrested him on something he did during a, a video shoot. I mean, it's just crazy and you can't even understand these i I love rap listen you do i was oh yeah i was i rapped in 80 80 (laughs) i swear to god there are some layers to you my friend i feel like i could just peel back so rap comes out now you got to remember kiss takes the makeup off so i'm kind of out of rock oh that took you out of rock absolutely so (laughs) ladies and gentlemen if you have not seen kiss without the makeup don't yeah don't 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 go (laughs) so then um Oh, God. What's that? Oh, so now 83 Run DMC comes out and takes mm. over the world. Kings of Rock. That's right. Um, There's none Then I, I, the Beastie Boys came out, mm. licensed to ill, and I lost my mind. Can I get a little yeah. fist bump, sir? So we rap, me and my buddy rapped in front of the school with the football team at our back. We were, it was a pep rally, and, you know, the Adidas jacket. I swear to God, it, it was just crazy, you know. Um, so then I kind of got out of rap, and then I, I was introduced to Biggie Smalls, and that I, I, I listen to him every day. You compare B-I-G, the YouTube B-I-G. guys. The no, YouTube guys can't hold too. this, guys. No way. These young kids that are just – you know, I'll tell you who I got into a young kid was uh, that young guys listened to is um, – he got famous from YouTube um, – I know a couple of them. There's the dude who has 69, like, tattooed T- on his face. Takashi 69's in jail on a murder rap Yeah, right now. Great. Okay. He, he, he was kind of wild. He did some stuff with, um, I forget the famous, uh, the girl he did. Like, she was famous. There's and, a couple uh, others I know from my students. There's Chance the Rapper, who's kind of new. Mm-hmm. There's, um... He's not a rapper. He's a, uh, Wait, Chance the Rapper's not a rapper? No, no, no. This guy I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, oh, oh. It's uh, from Post Malone. I've if heard you, the name. I don't you know. gotta you gotta get into Post Malone. He's unbelievable. Grammy winner. He's just a fun guy. He's always drinking Bud Light. So Bud Light always saw him in his videos with Bud Light. They put a cooler in his house. He's like so because now they're interviewing. He's like, look what Bud Light gave me, a giant Bud Light cooler, and they come every other week and stack it with yeah, Bud. Yeah, I yeah. swear to God. In con- that's all he drinks. Bud Light, Bud Light. He's always pushing. And Bud Light don't give him anything. Always pushing Bud Light, drinking. He's passionate about Bud, Bud Light. He, okay. got, he got famous. He put a song on YouTube. It was called The White Iverson. It's about Allen Iverson. Okay. Him, you know, The White Iverson. Um, and it took off. 
I mean, he got a million views, but 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 but, and all of a sudden, that's what these guys are doing. So you don't think Rock's dead? You think that? I mean, all the all the bands are still playing. Metallica, Motley Crue, Final Tour, uh, <laughs> all the big around. ones. Yeah, all the. But those guys, man, that they put on coming from someone who used to entertain as a pro wrestler, I still entertain the kids. I know you're a pro uh, wrestler, a black belt. I know about you. <laughs> I did a little research. Did a little research. All right. Did all you right. ever use your black belt in defending yourself? Yes. Really? Yes. Someone started with you, like I would never start a fight. I'm, I mean, I'm not absolutely. a violent guy. Yeah. But. Um, I've been attacked. Uh, Get out. Where, yeah. like at a bar? One time at a bar. Um, <laughs> Do you just like grab their hand a certain way like they know not to? You the, mean the, the, like the nine yeah, the pressure points? <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy, calm down. And they're like, <laughs> guys are like. No, you know what I do. You're kids. Your kids yeah. go to my, I, I, you know, jujitsu. I have a black belt in taekwondo. And um, yeah, uh, long story short, I don't even know what happened. Um, I got in the car with my friends. Our car got surrounded. I asked my friends if uh, they knew any of these guys and why they were surrounding our car. Before you know it, they started kicking my car. I came out and they attacked us. Um, I'm a preschool teacher, so I feel really <laughs> I weird know, so putting this out there. But it's self-defense. What are you going to do? Hopefully, yeah, it was. It was definitely self-defense. So let's let's say this is a um, this is a promoting martial arts, which I think everyone should do. Um, basically, what happened is we were surrounded. Myself, another martial artist, and a roommate who wasn't a martial artist. We got surrounded. They attacked us, and basically, it ended with uh, those guys in a. In a jujitsu move. Really? It was funny. My friend put the guy in the exact. Were same they tapping move. out? They were. They were begging. I, I don't yeah. want to go into details, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> I'll tell you I off know. the air. But in the end, uh, we protected ourselves. So it worked. My my boys started with. Um, they did karate for three years. They had a private. There there was a guy, real good guy, across from. Uh, kind of Donatos. It was um, God. I, for, I forget his name, but. On Saturday, not nobody would come, so just my boys would go. It was almost like private lessons. Oh. He, he, and he, he was, I like strict. I don't like, you know, I don't want my kids running around. I want them in line like Marines. That's, that's what I want. So, and this is how this guy was. So then we went to a big karate place where they get your credit card and you have to pay for a year. You can't quit because they'll just, you sign a contract for the year. And no matter how good or bad they are, they take the 300 month out or whatever. 300. Oh. It was uh, two. Yeah, it was 260, 280, and um. So you can't quit. So if I would go to them and say, God, I don't like how you're teaching my kids. I got eight more months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bad. So I did the year, and it it, it kind of got a little better. And it, it's it was, I mean, it's a great place. A lot of parents take their kids. That have behavioral issues, and karate is a great thing for that's them. That's what it's. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's for kids. But, and, uh, yeah. but you know, the on the flip side, they're running around, and, and class is only a half hour, and they stretch for like ten minutes. So, a lot of time was being used. You know, get come on, Joey, get back in line, and no, you know, like mm, and my kid, like, my kids are just like standing there. Management type of correct. So, mm. I had heard about. You're, you know, the, it's not uh, my place. I know that, it's um, uh, well. Where you Razor's go, Edge. Razor's Edge, and I, I met, I met uh, Zeb, Zeb, Alex Zab. Alex Shout Zab. out to you, so, Alex. Yeah, absolutely, happy belated birthday. Yeah. So, I, um, I told him, I'm like, so, so what's what goes on? And he told me, he said, look, they're going to be with older kids, which my kids love being with older kids. They look up to the, you know, so they're with 12, 13, 14, 15 year olds, and and I said, look. You know, I told him about the last place. I said, I want discipline. Not that my kids are going to act out, but I'm talking if somebody, you They're know, kids. I, I, yeah. And he's like, Ray, I, I give them three strikes and then I take their belts. That's it. You know, and, and, and he's perfect. The guy's strict, but he doesn't really have to be that. He doesn't have to be. Exactly. Because the kids know. You know and what it, I mean? He has a, he has a um, philosophy that the kids will go by monkey see, monkey do. Yep. They're going to see the older kids who are not acting out, and they're not going to act out. They're going even with a lot of the moves, like uh, going across the floor. When I first got there as a preschool teacher, and uh, you know he asked uh, me to help out, I was so happy to help out. Yeah. Um, the kids were not my kid. He didn't know what he was doing, and I was about to you know help and lay down with him. And Alec just told me, "You can sit back. He'll, he'll figure it out." And sure enough, absolutely, like, they do. 
you know, my kids had a bad habit of raising their hand. He would say, who could tell me <laughs> what the last thing we did? And my kids are like this. I remember they have that. no idea. They didn't even know. No was, idea. That was hilarious. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, <laughs> you know. So sure enough, my wife told me, uh, it was pretty fairly recent, I guess, a week or two ago. She said, you know, he asked, you know, what they did the last time. And Brandon raised his hand. And he, I'm like, oh, no. And he got up and he did it. It was like four moves. And she said he did it. Like perfectly, and like Brandon. he really knew, yeah. Or Ryan, I can't tell him apart. <laughs> I just can't. I swear to God, when they come in my room, I'm like, "Who are you?" I'm Ryan, because it's dark. I can't, you know. They're both lost their teeth, and they I'm, have the exact same personality too. Yeah, they they are so. I, I want to put over your kids for a yeah. second. Yeah, they're not only sweethearts. Um, they their um optimism is infectious. Yeah. I don't know too many kids who have such optimistic, high-energy personalities as them. And I don't mean just kids who are happy and jumping off the walls and having a good time. They are just so happy to be doing whatever it is they're doing. When I see them at camp, when I see them at martial arts, when I see them at Cassianos, wherever, they are just so happy. You know, they're very confident. You know, I I, I tell them – one thing, I tell them I love them. Ten times a day. That was, you know, before they were born, I said, you know, it's funny because we both, me and my wife come from broken homes. You know, she didn't have a mother. I didn't have a father. Yeah. So I figured, I said, do you see? We're so messed up. We make the perfect parents. We waited. (laughs) You waited late. late We waited because we used to rescue shepherds. We, We had German shepherds. They would sleep with. They were our kids. And we just didn't want to have, we've been together since 32 years now. She was 14. I was 16 in high school. That's when we, st- we started going wow. out in 1987. <laughs> so we got married in 95. So we were like, I was playing baseball to like my mid-30s and, and um, traveling, going with 20 guys, golfing to Arizona. And she was working. She had her career. And then at 39, she said, what do you want to do? I, I said, you didn't want to keep going with what you were doing? No. Well, yeah, no, I just... I kind of, you know, I've been to all the KISS shows. (laughs) I was like, I kind of did everything I wanted to do. Mm. And we said, what's the next move? I said, it would be silly for us not to have kids. Like, everyone we know got divorced. (laughs) You know, like, everyone said we weren't going to make it. We outlasted all of them. Yeah, we're total opposites. When I tell you, she's a sweetheart, never (laughs) did anything wrong. I'm like, you know, the other side and... Hey, the yin and, and yang, she's right? a Democrat. I'm a Republican. I, oh, well, that I, must I be don't, fun. I, I, well, I, sh- I shouldn't say that. I'm independent because I would vote across. You know, if if I liked a Democrat, I vote. Well, I you, vote for the person. So you lean towards the center. Yes. Um, if, you know, um, like I really thought before Bridgegate. I was really into Chris Christie because I really thought he was going to be president. Boy, did he mess up! Yeah. And I got to meet him personally a few times. Really? And, yeah. What was that like? It was awesome. We had just come home from the College World Series with Ryder. So I had a uh, – We of course, we drew the Texas Regional, so we got killed. We played Texas and Rice, and we, you know, we were back home. The cool thing is they, they chartered us a private jet to get home. That was wild. So anyway, I had a shirt from the World Series that had – you know, it said regional championship and it had, you know, Ryder from New Jersey. It had Texas, Rice, and, and the Raging Cajun. So I presented it to him. I knew where he was going to be. And a, and a good friend of mine was big with the Republicans. So he took me and we walked right up. There was a line. They were paying, I think, $1,000 a plate to, to, to have a picture with him. We walked right in, walked right up to Christie. I said, Mr. Christie, I'm a coach at Ryder. Oh, yeah, I know Ryder. I said, well, we just baseball team just got back from the, the regional World Series. I said, I wanted to give you this shirt. Oh, my God, thank you. So we got pictures with the shirt. You know, I framed it and gave it to our head coach. And I really thought he was going to be special. So, because, remember, he was the darling 
of the Republican oh, Party. He was trapped. Oh, him. yeah. People love Telling people him. to shut up. I mean, it was kind of... And he then Bridgegate. The yeah. No, and it wasn't just Bridgegate, though. And so he, there's yeah, a few he, things. There was uh, sitting at the, the beach. beach. <laughs> sitting at the beach, a closed <laughs> yes, beach. Yes, yes, yes. No. And, <laughs> and his excuse was, I had invited the family down to go to the beach that weekend, and we were going, even though it oh. was shut down. Oh, you know? okay. That's peachy. I know. Yeah. Uh, and how about... But dude, he'll be back. You mark my words. He's think, on all the shows. Oh, sure. He's on all the shows now. He's doing all these interviews for MS. I don't know who. Oh, uh, what is his end goal? But yeah. wait, how about the time that he was standing behind Donald Trump? Did you ever see that interview no. where Donald Trump is talking? Chris Christie's behind him and the facial expressions Chris Christie makes. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, okay, YouTube, people at home, YouTube, Chris Christie behind Donald Trump. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Well, he it, thought he was going to be like attorney gonna- general. You know, let me tell you something. Before. Before he was governor, do you know he was like undefeated putting people away in New Jersey? Corrupt businessmen, corrupt politicians. He Tough was, guy. Oh, my God. Tough guy. He His record was impeccable. That's how he won for governor. Um, do you believe that Bridgegate was his doing? Absolutely. 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 Not. He was trying to teach a guy a lesson. He, you know, wow. These guys with the power trips, um, like they wow. ought to just go in a back ring and fight it out. or You know what I mean? Like. All the people. A what lot if, of people were affected. Sure. What, hey, listen, what if they were driving me on that? What if I lived in New right. York and they're driving me up there? You know. Did that happen? Did anyone? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't An know, ambulance or. He's, he's, you know, people forget. Over time, they really do. Um, people do forget, they man. They do, man. I mean, that's. Sometimes they don't. If, something, if someone did something so bad, people remember. Talking like O.J. Simpson or something like crazy. That's what they're defined as. You don't think Chris Christie's going to be defined as this? Hey, listen. Ted Kennedy drowned a girl in, in Chappaquiddick, and he still he still was in politics for years. I mean, he waited two hours or three hours. I mean, he obviously drunk. He's driving a girlfriend. I, I don't know if he was married at the time. I think he was married. Over this wooden bridge rolls the car into like a, a a lake it gets out and leaves her there and then don't call the cops for like two hours girls you know the girl died how's this guy and and let me tell you they love ted kennedy that killed him for being president because he, he had hopes of i think being president but these politicians are crazy that, that should kill that should kill all hopes. it's it's and listen yeah. marion campbell Got caught doing crack in a hotel room. He was reelected. What? I remember five, that. Absolutely. That, wait, where was he from again? Um, what? D.C. or B- something uh, like that? He's is he even living? I think he died. I don't, he may have died, but he got reelected some ten years later. That is so crazy, man. It, it. I mean, they had him. First of all, they. I don't know if they set him up, but they had the room. Bu- they had the room cameras and everything, and you see him in there. <laughs> He's doing crack. Wow. Human and, beings. It was. I think it was D.C. Absolutely, D.C. Marion Barry, I'm pretty sure. Um, wow. So, hey. what made you start the podcast? Let me flip. Let me flip. Oh, no one's done this. Let to me, me before. flip, sir. I have well, like you know, I more. have. I, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I do interviews too. <laughs> I know you're a professional. <laughs> well, I learned no. from the best, sir. Um, I love podcasts. I uh, I've been listening. To them for about five years, and they changed you my to life. Listen to Joe Rogan, sure do. Yeah, awesome. Of course I do, man. Guy's Come on. nuts. He's I the best. Yeah. But he's changed my life. Yeah. Um, I've learned more from five years of podcasts than I ever learned in school. Yeah. Um, you can listen to philosophers. You can listen mm-hmm. to politicians. You can listen to uh, people who are going through some stuff that you may have also gone Guys through. Guys that drive in the trees. Guys who drive into trees. Those are the and best guests. And live to tell about it. They're the best guests. <laughs> so um, here I am in Hamilton. Uh, a town that I've grown to fall in love with. Yeah, um, and they've they've taken to you. I got to tell you, bef- you know, we hear, you know, Reed got sold. Now, you know, Miss Dina was loved, and I'm like, I love her. I'm like, who, you know? And then I I just heard about you guys had to sign the kids up. Oh boy, it's funny. I want to. I got to tell you this. Just be honest, bro. Just I got to tell honest. you this. I'm honest. The guy. first now the kids were. I wouldn't send them here until they could swim. So we were we we were at the Hamilton pool for the last two years. Okay. Okay. So they were they're six. We started at four. I said I won't send them to camp because 
I just, you know. You didn't know us. No, not not you guys. I just, I never wanted them, you know, with their friends to come in the pool. We're all in here. And then they feel pressured to go in. They can't swim. I just got that's all these com- crazy. That's a common fear, for sure. But you got plenty of people there. Oh, all our kids obviously. are safe, my man. So it it was time. And we were at a, um, we were at a fundraiser. Um, and one of the gifts I bid it on. I, I was I was the host of this. Um, it was for, it's the big school. Is that it? Okay, it's oh uh, god, you gotta understand. I lost a lot of my short term memory, so I go is to it, is yeah, that I go for to life? speech. Is no, that? no, it's I'm going to speech, and and she trains me on short term memory. Okay, because I early on I was skipping on a lot of words. I was forgetting a lot of words. Speaking just, well now, just like now, yeah. But I still like I forgot. Um, well, it probably helps being a good speaker before this happened. But okay, so you, so, so you were anyway, it was a school event. fundraiser that I was hosting, and a good friend of mine was um, she put it all together. So I wanted to make it a success. So a lot of people weren't bidding on you know the big prizes. So I went and I, I bid on everything, and then, then of course my enemies got not my enemies politically <laughs> politically speaking, you know they're not going to let me win everything. So now they got up, and then you know so it turned out to be a great. But I won like. 10 things <laughs> like it's like two years ago i haven't used yet but i'll get chief for the day so i get to ride with the chief by the way congratulations he, uh bobby jones just retired great guy he lives three houses down from me so uh, hamilton's going to be having a new chief so the new chief i'll get to drive with a day i got a uh, recording a 300 dollars recording credit for ace enders you know he's was with the early november he has a studio in Hamilton that you know he writes music. Great, oh cool, yeah, great musician. Cool. So you got some cool stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, you know. So anyway, one of them was a free week at camp, Boom. Camp Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Read. So it's it's not Reed in Tuscaloosa. It's just Tuscaloosa for camp. camp. Tuscaloosa Correct. For the and then camp, yeah. schools read. Read preschool. Okay. Yeah. So I said, hon, we're you know we're not going to. They're they're a little young. I still they were still learning how to swim. So I said, let's give it to someone maybe can't afford, you know, whatever. So my wife called you, and sure enough, you said, look, I'll honor it whenever you come. And that I needed Ray- a, I needed Raymond Scipione's kid. Not a lot of people. I know, but not a lot of people would have did that. You know what I mean? Well, you oh, know, really? it's kind. Of, I think so. You know, it's you're being bombarded with donate. When I was in, when I had my business in town, I mean, it's every day, and it's people that don't really maybe not support you, but they still come in, you know, asking. So, it's tough as a business owner, man. You got little Lee, and yeah, I support everything. But I was like, come in three years. Come yeah, in three. it we was. You guys it was awesome, man. And and I was like, they're going this year, and and they they came, and they absolutely love it. <laughs> I mean, they love it. I they just, and they want us. It's funny because I had a couple doctor's appointments. We had to keep them extra. They get in the car. Can you can you come late every day? <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't want to leave. No, <laughs> no, they they love it. And I'm like, remember, you know, because I'm that never never go in the pool if no one's in there. Never be pressured. Never, you know. I give them the whole be nice to kids and no one's playing with. You know, I constantly. Hey, I have my own kids here. Do you think if my kids do something bad, it's the owner's kids? So I'm just like, you better go down there and be a best behavior. I'm glad you son. My God, I don't know what I would have. You know, I'm such a negative. You know, I'm so worried about. Are you a pessimist? Yeah, like you don't you don't give off that vibe. No, but like I'll give you an example. I I go to the doctor today. <clears throat> he goes, okay does the x-rays i mean i have so much metal in my body i don't even know if i could go through a, a metal detector and he goes now we're looking at the leg where both bones came out of Oof, out of the skin God. Oh. so he goes i'm gonna let you put weight on your leg and your arm he says however do you see this v here on your bone i said yeah he says well it's not healing <clears throat> he says i'm gonna give you 10 more weeks if it doesn't heal, well, then we're going to have to take a bone from somewhere and do a bone graft. Or I may just put a rod in it. And I'm just like, because now I'm like rehab all over again. Uh, I'm a year out now as we stand. It's been a year? No, no. Like, they're telling me it's going to take you because, like, I can't feel my, oh, okay. my right foot. 
it, uh, I just started moving the toes, and it moves a little bit. But they're like nerves regenerate at like half an inch a month. So you're you're a year out before. I mean, they, they're just being honest. Before you're like where you could walk normally, you know. So I'll need a cane, you know, right now. But um, yeah, it was it was uh, crazy. Anyway, so your son's feeling better. That was just great. Like, oh. what, what did you think? Like me, I would. I'm like every. Okay, so coming from so you're pes- a bit of a pessimist in certain situations. Like well, because you know, yeah, you, what you fear the worst, right? Yeah, I'm the opposite of that. I'm a complete optimist. My wife is more like you, where she she will Google every disease on the planet yeah. and come to me over and over again, and I'll just say, Lisa, I, I can't do this. Like, uh, we have to find out from a doctor. We cannot Google things. Uh, love you, Lisa. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, and and shout I shout out to Lisa. Shout when out does to she Lisa. do? Uh, Any day? Beginning of September, like September 1st. Really? Yeah, my girl's coming. Um, are you done now, or are we going to oh, have so the Brady? Re- oh, we got our girl, bro. <laughs> we got like 160 kids here. I know, yeah. man. You're a father to many. Hey, listen, <laughs> I, you know, I was not, I'm going to get back to your son, but I was, you talk about Hamilton. I had father figures, like through different periods of my life, friends' fathers that actually guided me, signed me up for baseball. My mother was working three jobs. Wow. My mother saw my last high school baseball game. Of course, I hit a homer for her. But, oh, um, beautiful. And in college, I think, you know, besides my wife, there was one other guy, father figure, that had any, you know, that saw me play in college. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. So anyway, so that's why this town is amazing, you know, People had reached out to these individuals. They were at like ex-athletes that w- would support the local schools. You know what I mean? That didn't have kids, and they, you know, coaches would go to these guys and say, "Look, I got a kid. He could go either way. You know, he's he could go this way or he could go the good way." Mm-hmm. So, and they they would come up to me and introduce, and you know, let's go get something to eat, and then that turned into phone calls, and then we go out to eat every week, and so. Yeah, it's it. You know, they say it takes what's it take a village oh, to raise a, a kid or whatever. But that that was me. I was always with friends. Um, you know, it's it's good that you had guys yeah. who stepped up and and I still see the fathers. You know what I mean? Like the people, the, the fathers that influenced me and um. Yeah, I mean, I have a I lot thank of camp- them. I have a lot of campers and students who yeah. you know. Well, you know, you see yeah. it. It's a shame. I see it all know? the time. I've seen it for the last fifteen years of my career. Um, so yeah. get back to your son. He's so okay. Uh, yeah, that was a scare. It's just norovirus, which is he probably got from my dad who came off a cruise. Get uh, out! Yeah, but the thing was, everyone was sick for six hours. He was thrown up for sixteen days. My God! Oh, I and I like I was saying, I'm an optimist. In day five, day six, day seven, I'm telling Lisa, "Don't worry, he's gonna break it." Man, day nine, ten. Oh, Jeez, that optimism flew out the door. I love I that know, little then boy you start so questioning. much. Oh, you you fear the worst. Well, it's I. I and it's it's a crazy story like you know you talk about self-fulfilling prophecy and all that you know people that always say they're going to get cancer gets cancer and but mm. i just had this feeling and i used to tell my wife like before the accident i was on top of the world 2018 was probably my greatest year business wise everything fell in to place the you're a big bo- man in this town the sir boys, uh, I, I just, I would help anybody too, believe me. Especially people that come up for school board issues. I personally take care of it, that day. Well, I'll say it for you, man. I know. Day. Everyone knows. You are that guy. So, it, it was an awful thing to say, but I would tell my wife, I said, you know, I just don't feel like I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to lose my kids. Like I'm going to be taken away. Like I just don't feel like it's going to be. Lose your I'm, kids? Like, I'm, like I, I'm, something was going to happen to me. I just told her, I said, I just feel like I'm not, I, I just see my, something like uh, I'm going to be taken away from my kids. You know what I mean? She's like, will you stop it? This and that. And then the accident, of course, the accident happened. And, you know, and that's in your head. You're like, what if, you know, what if, what if, what if. So it's, it was a crazy, it's, it's funny because it's like you say, when you're on top of the world and yet I still am like, this can't just last, you know, something's going to happen. Mm. You know what I mean? Something's going to happen to that me. Fear. I think everyone and who's living their best life has that fear. It's And the crazy thing is I started writing a book for them 
I wanted to write everything that I would ever want to tell them, how to treat a woman, how, how, to, how to make friends with someone who no one's playing with, like, which they know already. But like, okay, so now they're little. Now I would say, okay, th- now, now you're in you know, middle school. Don't do this. Don't do drugs. Don't, stay away from the you – know, like I tried to write – I got to like 10 pages, and then I kind of put it away. But, yeah, it, I just always had that feeling like I was going to go away. It's, Are you going to start – Taking better care of your health, if yes. you don't mind me asking. I, I lost drinking, 60 pounds. You yeah. lost 60 pounds. 60 and pounds. I see you don't have a Coca-Cola here, no, sir. Man, I haven't had one in three months. Heck yes, When brother. I tell you three, I mean, I was two, three liters a day. Oh, constantly. my God. Oh, yeah. And I Loved remember, it. Didn't I remember you Pepsi. flipping, but you were flipping out when Coke came out with all the flavors. The peach Coke. I will say this on the radio. Peach Coke gave me diabetes. Because I, I, peach I, was about done. Peach did, Coke. Mm. They came out with this peach Coke with cane sugar in a glass bottle. I used to freeze the bottle and have slushies at night. Three or <laughs> three or four. I swear to God. So I was like, I I just like I never drank in my life. I don't drink beer. I don't just just I just never had the taste for alcohol. I never smoked. You've never drank mm. a beer. I mean, I've had a beer, but okay, but it's not I thing. just hate them. Okay. I mean, Coca-Cola I, tr- I try to, yeah, I try to have a drink to be cool if I'm out. Like, I'll get an amaretto <laughs> sour. Okay. It's, it's very sweet. Uh. And uh, <laughs> I would drink it one drink, because one drink, I'm out. I mean, not out, but I'm like loopy. If you never drink. Yeah, yeah one I, drink. Oh, dude, try having a, one now that you lost 60 pounds. <laughs> a wine cooler would not. You know. <laughs> so... I never smoked. I tried to smoke when I was younger just to be cool. I choked. I could never, ever just inhale. Just one try, huh? Couldn't smoke. So good thing, good thing. Never did, you know, never did drugs. And But Coke was my thing, and it ended up being the worst thing because it's all sugar. Yes. And the sugar just killed how me. How many liters did you say? Uh, easily two Do to three. Do you know how many grams of sugar that yeah, is? Yeah, it's, it's bag of sugar. It's... I mean, I would drink, like I said, I would drink three Cokes frozen bef- at night, bef- 12, oh, 1 in the morning, just watching TV. Unbelievable. And you are you think you're done? I have to be. You I, have it's to be. Because if I drink one, it's on again. <laughs> I'm yeah. like an addict. You don't want six extra pounds to have to lift those legs up with. Then they came out with the orange vanilla Coke right mm, before the accident. No, like, I tasted that. Mm. Yeah, maybe I should. Wait, like you got to taste it frozen. You got to do it frozen. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I'm, I'm like giving an addict. Uh, it is. Maybe and I should I'm, change the subject. I'm like, I never drank. When I tell you, there's years. I probably years I never drank a glass of water. I despise water. Despise it. Whoa. I tried to flavor drops. I tried every one. Well, you got to put lemon in this and that. And I just never. You can't do the flavor drops? I tried that. I tried pouring. Uh, it's not cr- the same. So now I'm drinking. When I go out to eat, I drink um, club soda, splash of crayon, and a lime. So you got the fizz. A yeah, little bit of fizz. sugar. A little bit of sugar. The, the burning was my. I really think the burning. Like, that first I, sip. Oh, burning. I should throat. stop, dude. I am such I'm a bad influence, you. man. It's. Okay, you know All what? Right. This is how we're going to stop it. Before we end All the right. show, I got four questions from the chat pack. You get to choose one, my man. These are questions, and I hope – if you don't like the question, no. you can always pass. If you could carve an image you wanted into the side of a mountain, what would you sculpt out of stone? Kiss. <laughs> of course, dude. Of course. Or Babe Ruth. <laughs> One of the other. more of Kiss with a side of That Babe would be Ruth. awesome. And then Gene could charge you to go there oh, and look at it. Oh, he would charge you so much. <laughs> he would even charge you, the creator. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you rock, man. Uh, is there anyone you want to give a shout-out to before you go? My boys, Ryan and Brandon, my wife, Sharon, um, my family. I mean, but I just want to end on, like, so many people with food going to restaurants picking up my tab like this town you you just never know how much you're loved i mean something bad happened but just well that's when you find out. it's amazing even people that you kind of know slightly casual like like just people that you may say hi to like everyone i prayed i lit three candles i i put you on our list i mean everyone it's I, i just my wife's keeping track because I'm either going to put a two-page ad in the Gazette thanking everyone or I'm going to just do personalized cards. Like, 
I got to thank so many people, man. It it's just this t- and you'll and you know. I, mean, I saw it when my kid was sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I saw it. My God! You, said, you asked me why I do a podcast. I want to get the the town to know the pillars, the 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 people who make this town great, even better. Because no cell phones, no getting distracted. Just a one on one for one hour conversation with a guy like you, who has so much to say and uh, slightly crazy. Who, oh, it's totally crazy! And, and we love him for it. You got to come out New Year's Eve. Me and, me and Tom Gribben, once again, we'll have videos on TV. We'll have uh, the blueberry drop. He's going to be here on Thursday. Is he? He's going to uh, be on the show on Thursday. Good guy. Yeah. I got to tell you, I thought I, I, before I knew him, i tell him this to him. I'm like, you know, I thought you were a little snooty, this and that. But he's, he's just a – real quick, I know we got to go. So New Year's Eve, the first year they wanted to drop the blueberry – it was rushed. I mean, they called me the night before. Do you want to host this thing? And then that night, I said to I guess it would be Jimmy. Jimmy was uh, Jimmy Donio was there, and I said um, they were they were setting the ball up last minute, you know, because they had some issues to get it to come down smoothly. And um, I said, Jimmy, I got to tell you, an hour of me talking on TVs, a lot of airtime. I said I really don't think I could do it myself. They called Grib at eleven o'clock that first night. He uh, came in the next day. We filmed three or four uh, spoofs. That Those videos were, on video. were hilarious. And that was literally done second by second. So come out New Year's, because, God, I, I look, and, like, tomorrow's New Year's Eve. <laughs> Go to dinner and then come out. If we ever got great weather. Now, the first year it was minus 30, and the place, and it was packed. Not, I mean, you know, a lot of people. Last year it rained decent amount of people if we could ever it was catch real nasty this year if we could ever catch a 40 even a 35 degree night that's just clear with no breeze you'll have people and it'll be the biggest they'll go in the town i mean it'll be huge i'll promote it too man i'll do what i can yeah man. we gotta yeah. set that up i got about a list of a hundred other things that we didn't get to you're like about yes. the easiest guy in the world to interview so we'll have to do this again coach baseball member of the school no, board. No, save, it, save, it. <laughs> save it i'll save it for the next time my dude I'm thank sure. you for having me man i hey. was so itchy to get back on i i you know, I haven't done my show in months, obviously. And, hey, um, from the Masters, the show going all right? Beautiful. Thank you, you sir. You got a great I, – I would love to have this. The I always studio. wanted a studio, and I could just go on and – But um, I did this for the kids, but the adults are do they it come, just they, as much. So you let the kids come in and do it? Go oh, on? we have a Camp Tuscaloosa podcast, sir. <laughs> uh, they've been uh, shooting out episodes all summer. I love it. It's been great. That's awesome. No, I know you were doing it, but the, so you go on with the kids too. Yeah, it's a t- chance for them to speak publicly, you know, and uh, get their message out. And they sign your wall. They uh, they they do stuff with it. Yeah, I have a chalkboard wall here. They like to write all over it. That's awesome. Yeah. And you even got an air conditioner. My God. It's a vent. It's a vent. Oh, but is it? Still, it's it's something. Oh, oh cool. It would get awfully steamy in here without oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And of course, the Street Fighter Two and Rampage arcades. Yes, yeah. the arcade room ties the room. Is this going to be your? Is this your man cave? Obviously or no? Obviously, yes. It, when it's not summertime, this is my cave. My 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 house is a school, brother. <laughs> my house is a school. <laughs> That's right. I need something. That's right. My God, <laughs> love it, brother. Congratulations on that. More much success and and. Um, you know, keep fending off the bad guys when they come, when bro, they surround you, <laughs> bro. And, if I, and I got your back too. You let me know. Absolutely. <laughs> I got a big boot I could kick him with. Oh yeah, my that foot might break in half, but <laughs> Spartan kick. Thank you. All right, brother. Take care.